Good morning. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Vitamin C, the Creators Hosted Podcast. I'm happy to be back with you. Allie killed it last week, and I wish I could have been here, but I was not. Thank you. So we go on. Um, All right, today is the Monday before finals are starting last week of classes when you're going to be listening to this, and we just want to give you some motivational words. <laughs> To get you through, words. to get you through finals. Some of them may be our words, and some of them maybe not. Yep. So we've asked our favorite entrepreneurs to join us via Google, and we've gathered some of our favorite inspiring messages to help us get through finals. Exactly. So this this may be a little bit of a shorter episode, but hopefully, yeah. it's full of inspiring content and words of wisdom if you will <laughs> all right all right should we just hmm, let's how do get we into this? it maybe like we can trade our off. top five okay. trading off yeah all right you can start us off all right you? okay my first quote is by the famous oprah winfrey and she said every time you state what you want or believe you're the first to hear it it is a message to both you and others about what you think is possible. Don't put a ceiling on yourself. Amen. I love that. I feel like that's so relevant to finals because people feel really constrained by time or energy. But if you just believe, you can do it. You can get through. <laughs> you can do it, honestly, Like if you really believe. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm going to read this one, and I want you to guess who said it, okay? Okay. The biggest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that's changing really quickly, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. Mm. I'm going to go Steve Jobs. Close-ish. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh. <laughs> Great words, Mark. What a profound, <laughs> profound statement from Mr. Facebook himself. Exactly. Okay, here we go. Here's one for our entrepreneurship fans. Formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Um, what does that mean, Ellie? Well, I like this one because we're all, we obviously are all here at BYU to go to school and to get a degree and that's amazing but I think sweating grades and stuff sometimes is takes away from our real purpose which is to learn and to grow as people and especially if you want to go out and create something cool in the world like your grades don't define you yeah so going into finals just remember that yeah I agree and that's not to say that you can't learn important stuff in your classes yeah the the skills and the knowledge that your class teach you can be very important and very applicable. It can be absolutely pointless and just mind-numbing. But, I mean, obviously, it's up to you to make that distinction. But I'd say worry more about learning what you need to learn and not just Not just checking it off. Exactly. This is a great opportunity to really learn things, as Jose said in our last episode. And Jimmy, Jimmy said in his Bun Boys episode about learning things in class has made them successful. So, but yeah. school's not the end all be all. Yeah, the grades are not the end all be all, everyone. <laughs> okay, perfect. 
All right. Your turn. Innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower. Ooh. Ooh. Steve Jobs. Mm. That's awesome. That's, I think that's really powerful. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like the people at the top of the company are the people making the decisions and, and doing the strategy and everything. Yeah. And if you're not, then you're a follower. So <laughs> get your bread up. <laughs> exactly. All right, here we go. One of the huge mistakes people make is that they try to force an interest on themselves. You don't choose your passions. Your passions choose you. Oh, wow. You know who said that one? Um, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say... Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, this one was unfortunately from Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Oh. But I think it's so true. Um, people oftentimes ask us, like, how do you start a successful business? Like, what do I need to do? Or are just looking at it as a cash grab. But it needs to be something you love and you care about and you want to change in the world. I like that. I think because <laughs> when you care about something, then you're actually going to, like, have skin in the game and you're, want, you're going to want to make it better, put an effort or, you know, whatever it may be. Exactly. And you can't change anyone's lives through what you're doing if you don't personally care about it. Everyone will eventually clue in to the fact that you're a phony. Yeah, don't be a freaking phony. <laughs> All right. This one I really like. Mm -hmm. I won't put up with anything that's not cool. Skateboarding is cool. That's awesome. Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk. Of exactly. Course. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> so if you're looking for a nice stress reliever and you still want to look cool after finals, go skateboarding. <laughs> That's perfect. But seriously, though, like finals, so many people just like put their head into a hole and don't take care of themselves. And they don't look cool either. Yeah. And they're, like, first of all, they're not cool anymore. And second of all, they're like stressed. Like you don't need to be stressed. Like. You can take a break and go fulfill your passions like skateboarding yeah. or whatever it is. As long as you look cool doing it. Exactly. But I promise anything you're doing is probably cool if you're listening to this. <laughs> All right. I love this one. It says, instead of freaking out about these constraints, embrace them. Let them guide you. Constraints drive innovation and force focus. Instead of trying to remove them, use them to your advantage. What does this one mean to you, Cameron? Hmm. Give it to me one more time in a different tone of voice. I think it'll help. <laughs> Instead of freaking out about these constraints, embrace them. Let them guide you. Constraints drive innovation and force focus. Instead of trying to remove them, use them to your advantage. I like that. I think this makes me think of when everyone says, you need to think outside the box. When mm -hmm. people say that, it pisses me off. Because if everyone's around, if everyone's outside the box running around, then the box is empty. Exactly. We need to think inside the box and think, what can I do with what I'm given? Exactly. I think especially going into finals, so many people think like, oh, I don't have enough time or oh, I'm stressed or like, I don't know enough. Um, but constraints are what makes us be actually creative because 
when the sky isn't the limit, you have to figure out how to really solve solve problems. And so if you only have an hour to study for your Chem 105, you better make the most out of, out of that hour, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't run away from the constraints. Embrace them. Give someone your phone and say, if I come to use this before, you know, 4 o'clock, then I want you to text that girl I have a crush on and say something just <laughs> absolutely absurd. <laughs> no. <laughs> that might not be the You don't need to do that. Tactic, I'm just saying, but... don't don't let the boundaries that are set on you during finals freak you out. Instead, use them because it'll make you more productive, most yeah. likely. I remember to be cool. Exactly. All right. This is another great one. Okay. People always tell you, be humble, be humble. When was the last time someone told you to be amazing? Be great. Be awesome. Be awesome. Be awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. That is from Kanye West. Of course. Whether you agree with him or not, there's no denying that he has a unique perspective on life and unwavering self-belief. Those aren't my words, but... <laughs> it is. <laughs> but... I, and I'm not saying we condone Kanye. He's definitely made some grave mistakes, but can't deny his self-confidence and his innovation. I think that's so applicable to finals. Like, if I feel nervous about a test or a project, I'm, like, genuinely going to do worse. But if I'm just, like, sitting there, like, I know everything, like, getting hyped about it, then I do good. Yeah, but there is a boundary between confidence and overconfidence. Well, yes, of which, course. Which, like, of course, you need to straddle a little bit. But I feel like no one here at BYU, you know, we got hard workers, we got perfectionists going to the school. I don't think anyone's just walking into a final. I'm, I'm not, sure there are. Not studying. But. And no, expecting no to get this. in it. If you do that, that's not cool. Listen to Tony Hawk. <laughs> and I'm going to give one more from Kanye. I'm going to consider this an anti-quote. Okay. When you think of finals, think this is what I'm not going to do. He says, I'm not a fan of books. I would never want a book's autograph. I'm a proud non-reader of books. <laughs> so don't, in this sense, don't be like Kanye and read your books. So true. I love that we neutralized the Kanye. And exactly. Right now. He, yeah, he has good quotes, but he also has some ba- terrible bad, bad quotes. quotes. All right. This is my last one. And I think this one's really going to make you think. Someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. What does that mean to you? It means like someone's hard work long ago made our opportunities possible. And I feel like having that expected, that, per- <laughs> that perspective, that eternal perspective, if you will, that like what we're doing now really does matter and will pay off whether it's for us or for the greater good of the world or whoever you're touching in your life and i know finals can like feel really minuscule and like sometimes i'm like oh this class doesn't matter like as soon as it's over i'm never thinking about it again but you never know what you're learning and how it will affect people in the future i like that in my opinion i mean think about the trees that we're sitting under and the people (laughs) who planted those trees exactly that's pretty remarkable stuff if you think about it and they probably didn't think about the tree being mentioned in this podcast yeah. today when they tr- planted it they 100 have, years ago. But we're giving ago. them recognition for planting <laughs> that tree. Maybe it's a nice oak. Maybe it's a tall maple tree that provides us some sweet syrups. But, I mean, it could have been anyone that planted this tree. Think about you personally. Like, 
you know, maybe you hate your parents, but <laughs> you're definitely here oh. more or less from what they gave you. You know, they, they planted that tree and they taught you. Maybe they didn't. Maybe you had to learn on your own, but you learned to learn on your own because they wouldn't teach you. Maybe you had to build your own tree out of cardboard or something. <laughs> but there's a tree that you're under right now. <laughs> okay. Let me wrap that one up by just saying that. <laughs> that your hard work will pay off even if you can't see it right now. It's going to pay off. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what you're saying. All right. This, this will be my final quote. And I think it is. I honestly think this one is awesome. So this one is from Ben Franklin, the famous inventor of the light bulb. Right? Wait, no. No, that was Thomas Edison. <laughs> I was about to ben say. Ben Franklin was a founding father, though. And I'm sure many of us <laughs> are maybe familiar, maybe unfamiliar with his face on the popular $100 bill. If not, then I'm sure that you want to be. So this is what he says. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. So true. Just let that soak for a minute. Why don't you repeat it for us? An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. That's so true. What do you think about that one? You know, when I read that, really makes me ponder. I think investing in knowledge, obviously we're all doing that, you know, being enrolled in school and taking classes and stuff. But I think investing in knowledge is way more than formal education. Investing in knowledge is, you know, self-education, whether it's whether you're reading books or whether you're watching YouTube videos. And I think for a lot of people that may be listening to this, investing in their knowledge means going out and doing something. Because you learn, at least for me, I learn a lot more by doing than by just hearing, you know, mm -hmm. if you're going on building a business, you're learning so much more than if, you know, your professor is saying, oh, this is what it's like building a business. And yeah. when you're working hard to learn more, that's going to give you a lot more than that's going to pay the best interest, you could say, is investing in knowledge than investing in other things. I totally agree. What does it mean to you? I mean, I think that in school, specifically for me, it's really easy to like just go into autopilot mode and just get things done. Um, but when you really apply yourself and like learn what you're here to learn, especially if you're in your major, I feel like it's easier to do that. But um if you're really getting into it, then you're getting out of like all your efforts, what you actually should be getting out of them. So basically my message is to uh, maybe not view finals as a blessing in any way, but, <laughs> but view our, but not as a curse, maybe not as a curse. It's view our schooling and what we've been learning is an amazing, amazing opportunity. And what we've been learning here in the slab as an mm -hmm. opportunity. And especially because we're going into summer, you know, you learn to do something big. <laughs> exactly. Build something big. Go make more than my dad this year. <laughs> <laughs>
an awesome goal. Uh, Become richer than your dad is the best goal ever. And please do that through ethical means and don't be lying to people at their doorstep. <laughs> but, all right, Ali, what, for you in a perfect world, mm-hmm. what does prepping for and taking finals look like? In my perfect world, my method is, well, I actually wanted to take one final this year. That's freaking nice. Because I have four group projects. So, mm. um, But in my perfect world, when it's heavy testing, I like to spend an hour or so gathering all my information that I'm going to need to study. Study guide and such. And print it out. And then I will annotate it. So I'll read through it and write notes and draw and make little connections through things. And then I'll put it away. And then the next day I'll read it again. And So how in the perfect world, how far in advance do you start studying for finals? Probably three days, but like I only take like an hour or two a day. Mm. For me, that overload. works. No, I can't. I'm not a crammer. Yeah. And if I have to practice problems, I'll do like the practice tests and stuff and then go back and figure out what I did wrong. And then I'll read through my little study guides and notes and just go take the test. I'm of the belief that it's not worth stressing about and you already know what you need to know. And the things that you don't know, you can probably learn within like meeting with a TA for an hour and asking those questions and just taking it is better off. <laughs> That's what's worked for me. I like that. That's smart. What's your perfect world? I would say in a perfect world, depending on the number of tests I'm taking, mm-hmm. probably start you know, a week to five days in advance. And like you, I would get everything organized so I know what I need to study and what I don't know what, like, and just, like, prep myself if I have tests in the testing center or if I have tests online or whatever it is. Um, and just, like, make sure I know kind of what's going on, know the format, know if it's multiple choice or written or short answer or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And usually I do it one test at a time. Like, if I can, I'll, in a perfect world, I can do this. So I would study for I'd study for one test and I'd study it. for another mm-hmm. and then I go back to that first one study some more quiz myself a little bit and then take that first test mm-hmm. and then I go through each class because I feel like if I study for everything at once it all gets kind of mumble jumbled yeah but I agree that's what yeah. I try to do I try to prep everything before finals week and then, like, use the day before the final or, like, the morning of the day I'm going to take it to, like, review everything. Yeah. And also, I think in a perfect world for me, I have time, like, for in-study breaks to do something that looks cool, you know? I'm trying to follow Tony Hawk's advice and, you know, take breaks, go skateboarding if I know how to. I don't, but if I did, in a perfect world, I would know. And just, like, chill a little bit and read some books, you know. Do some anti-Kanye stuff, like reading books. Um, get a glass of orange juice, maybe a bowl of ramen. And just, like, not put a lot of stress on my brain while I'm not studying. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing is... um. Don't feel guilty if you need to take a break, if you need to take a little walk. You don't need to stay in the library till 2 a.m. Just because it's open. Library is 
doesn't mean you have to stay committed. Um, but seriously, if you are feeling down or worried leading into finals, just come into this lab. You can hang out, lay on our couches. You can talk to me and Cameron or any of our other amazing ambassadors and workers here and get a drink and just lay down and chill and just be in a place with good vibes. Do a little puzzle. There's plenty of places and resources that are here to help you and just take advantage of them. Like Ali was saying, like, don't be in the library until 2 a.m. Because let's be honest, what type of quality of studying are you doing that late? <laughs> Like, you probably need to go and get a burger or something. You're hungry. You're tired. Maybe you have work in the morning or something. Just don't overdo it. I know everyone here, well, a lot of people here are want to be really high achievers and want to just be excellent in their academic work. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But don't pressure yourself too much for that. Exactly. Just keep in mind where you want to be in life, how you're going to get there, and know that, you know, the difference between a B and a C on a final is not going to be a big determining factor in your life. So. Yep, just remember how awesome and amazing you are, and you can find comfort in a lot of these quotes, if you work hard and take care of yourself and everything, you will be able to succeed and also be happy. And yeah, like you said, the slab is always open. I'm not super sure what day we're closing down, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing we won't be open on Thursday. Yeah, I don't think we'll be open on Thursday, but. Um, check out our Instagram at BYU Creators underscore where we'll definitely post the updated slab schedule going into summer and everything like that. All right, so we are nearing the conclusion of this podcast. We're grateful to everyone that's joined us. Hopefully you found something from it. If nothing else, just some entertaining quotes and such. Um, if you've followed us, you know that we like to end our podcast with with kind of a bigger question. And historically, we've had some existential, existentially large questions. This week, you know, since it's finals week, we want to do something cool and take a break and not stress out too much. We're going to think about a little bit more of an entertaining question. So think about this question at home, listeners. And comment down below your answer. Maybe post it on your story. Yeah, tag. put it on your story. Tag us. Say, this is my answer to your question. <laughs> but, so this is the question. Al, you can answer it first. If you could live in any time period, which would you choose and why? I would for sure choose the 70s in, like, California because I could just swim all day and, you know, go out and protest some good causes yeah. and, like, wear my fun outfits. I can't wear them now. Well, I can, but it's just, like, everyone looked so fun back then. Or the 90s, because I was just, like, cool. Like, everyone looked cool. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Okay, when, when would you? 
think if I could live in any time period, I don't know. I honestly, I think I would. I already lived through it, but I'm just gonna go back to like the 2010s. <laughs> that was just like it was awesome. It was awesome. Like I was a little scrawny child, but I was ignorant and happy. Yeah, it was just like a very relaxed time in life, where we still had good medicine, and. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't want to go too far back where they're like, oh, like think about oh, the black mean, plague. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, like. I meant like I thought you meant that now we don't. No, we have we by 2010 we had pretty decent medicine, and there was I mean it was before some dark times in the country and in the world, and it was just a peaceful time, and it was just like fun, and I just had good memories during that time. So yeah, and we we're also sitting here with Aspen, so I'm gonna have an Aspen answer. Oh, what's the question? Our question, name? yeah, is if you live in any time period, which time period would you choose, and why did you choose it? Any time period? Mm-hmm. Does it have to be like permanently? No. Okay, then I'd want to go visit like the. What is it? It's like I want to go visit like the Renaissance time period. In Europe, I'm assuming. Huh? In Europe. Yeah, and meet Michelangelo and why, why <laughs> those people. Um, I mean, I heard that they're kind of mean people, actually, like in real life. But I think it would be cool to just watch them paint, and yeah, it would be really interesting to see art being like the main profession there. So. That's very noble because personally I could not go before. What if you got like the chicken pox and died? Yeah, I could not go before the seventies because I literally could not handle any sort of. She'd be vaxxed. They didn't have vaxes back then. Okay. Personally, I don't have any grit to go anywhere further in the in history than the seventies before I start would have to start doing a little too much work. Me personally, if I went back to the Renaissance time, I would bring with me. What? No, because I didn't have it. I'd bring with Popeye's chicken strips. Popeye's, that'd be good. That would blow their mind. That would blow their mind. I'd bring Popeye's chicken strips. I'd bring, um, I'd bring a Sprite Zero, and I would bring them. Sprite <laughs> Zero. Yeah. AirPods. Imagine. No, they can connect to anything. I'd bring them. I'd bring them. Uh. Like a solar powered, um, like radio that only played post Malone. Or imagine like bringing them sneakers because, like, you know, they're that's true. Like leather flats. Yeah, I could bring them, like, honestly, I could bring them the bare minimum of shoes. Just like I go to Ross, pick up like 10 pairs for like 100 bucks. Like, <laughs> I just change your life, go and meet the king or whatever. I don't know. Oh my gosh, everyone, comment below, everyone, comment or on this podcast or in our next Instagram post, the craziest thing you would bring back to the Renaissance to try to like just shock their, to shock their, to rock their world, if you will. Oh, <laughs> another five. Never mind. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we could. But thank you for joining us. Um, we know that finals is stressful, but you guys are going to kill it. And we are excited for everything that you will all do in your lives.
I agree. Good luck, everyone. Come to the stop if you need some moral support or drink. And remember how awesome you are. Signing off. <laughs>